Rock, the musical, lands in Newcastle July 18th. Get ready to stick it to the man with the ultimate musical thrill ride based on the legendary film and with a rockin' new score from Andrew Lloyd Webber. School of Rock, the musical. Book now. Live at the Civic Theatre, Newcastle, 18th to the 20th of July. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. This month's Property Council lunch has put a uh, something on the agenda. It's called a city deal and it's been put uh, back front and centre. But when I read about it, I thought, I want to know a little bit more. What is a city deal and what could it mean for Newcastle and the Hunter? How does it help us? Joining me on the line now is Professor Roberta Ryan, who is the Director of the Institute for Regional Futures and Professor of Local Government at the University of Newcastle. Good morning and welcome, Professor. Thank you. Good morning. Now, what is a city deal and why do we want one? <laughs> uh, good question. It's a, it's a sort of strange concept to think about, isn't it? Look, a city deal, uh, they've been around in other parts of the world, in Europe and uh, the UK for a long time. They're often about how do we find ways to supercharge productivity in regional areas, areas outside of capital cities. Um, so in the UK, they came about when there was a lot of you know industrial restructuring as some of the big manufacturing and mining sectors slowed down and we changed over to you know, financial services and the sort of change in the economy and that shifts where the productivity and the growth national product is grown from. So we want one in the Hunter because it's about three levels of government coming together, the federal, state and local governments coming together and investing in uh, projects and initiatives that will help a region grow and sometimes thinking about how do we face some of the challenges and, you know, we might think about some of the issues uh, in the Hunter around, you know, the changing nature of mining and economic diversification and so on. So um, we want one because uh, it's an important way for us to come together as a region, as a community, to identify our key priorities and to really have a way of working with all three levels of government to achieve some of those, um, uh, you know, ambitions. I'm putting on the devil's advocate, Katie, mm. you know, here. Um, obviously, you know, we've got all of these plans. We've got, you know, the 2036 plan. We've got the uh, the Hunter Committee's plans. We've got the, the Hunter business plans. You know, we've got all of these already in place. Is this just replicating what's already there or are we talking about something that takes the best of it and really starts to make a difference? Yeah, look, it's a great question because without those kinds of plans, those plans are the way that we've already done a lot of work uh, in the Hunter to say, let's work out what our priorities should be. So city deals always come off the basis of those plans because as a community and as levels of government we've come together and said, you know, these are the key things that we should be looking for. Um, and the city deal is, in part, a way to get funding for those uh, priorities that are already identified in those plans. So if we didn't have those plans, we wouldn't be in a position to argue for and to advocate for a city deal. So that's the kind of key first step. Mm. And we've 
been doing a lot of great planning here in the Hunter. There's a lot of agreement amongst the key stakeholders about the kinds of things that might be important. And that's the, that's the best platform that we can have in terms of sort of launching off into saying, well, OK, now there's been a change of federal government. Mm. Uh, let's start this conversation again around whether, you know, the Hunter is in a really good position to uh, start a conversation about a, a city deal. Um, one of the uh, the city deals that uh, that you make uh, a sample of is Launceston. Tell me yeah. how that benefited Launceston becoming you know part of these these nine city deals that were done around the country. Yeah, look, Launceston's a great example because they did something called the Greater Launceston Plan about ten years ago. Uh, the five local governments around Launceston and the four local governments around, uh, you know, next door to them, got together and said, "Okay, what are our priorities as a community?" And the city deal for them, uh, without that Greater Launceston Plan, they wouldn't have been in a position to get it. But they got investment from all three levels of government in really key infrastructure around. Uh, some key transport infrastructure that they needed, investment into the Tamar Valley to assist with, you know, environmental outcomes. Um, they got a very big set of sporting uh, infrastructure, sporting complexes and so on. So these are really big projects. They're not, you know, city deals are not about saying, oh, let's do a bit more of the same. Mm. These are about investing in substantial projects. So, you know, in, in the Gold Coast, uh, sorry, in the South East Queensland, um, they got uh, a significant investment in, a, in uh, a metro, you know, in a new metro. So often they're associated with investment in a large project or, a, a, you know, a project that's going to take a long time for the state and local governments to uh, build up the resources uh, to, to mount those kinds of projects. Um, and so it's a way to sort of speed up and supercharge mm-hmm. that kind of investment. So, for example, um, the Broad Meadows Sports Precinct. We know that that's just been lagging and lagging and lagging. We've got it. You know, we we need the the uh, light rail to be to be taken out to Broad Meadow. Is it those kind of things that can really supercharge that we can go from it it's sitting there and being a ten to fifteen year plan to it, it could be on the ground in in five years? Exactly. That's exactly that. They're great examples. And the important thing about a city deal is that it's driven. They're driven by local governments and the mayors and the elected people from local government because they're the directly elected people in the region to identify, you know, because they work through with us in terms of the priorities. That they're exactly the kinds of uh, projects that, that the mayors and the councillors might come together across the region and say, look, they're our priorities. Let's try and get some money into those. Some of these things, of course, will be done in, due ta- in, in good time. Uh, uh, here in Newcastle and the Hunter, but may take a lot longer mm. if we don't, particularly if we don't attract that investment from the federal government, where you know that they can really uh, provide some of that big, big money, big licks of money that can get these projects underway. I mean, we've got so many here, don't we? We're, we're talking about the, uh, the the passenger terminal for for the port. We're talking about it. You know, we don't have a convention and, and proper entertainment centre. There is so much that could be supercharged. How do we get ourselves in front of this federal government, and how do we get a city deal? Well, they're off, they often take a long time. Uh, <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, this planning, this uh, regional strategic planning, is really the crucial for you know the crucial first step. But this has been going on here for a long time. Part of you know having these conversations, you know, the property council coming here and saying, you know, let's start uh, these conversations with with the federal government mm-hmm. um, with the, the uh, you know change of government recently for the federal government they are, have come out in saying they're supportive of 
city deals, they, they might rename them to something called city partnerships, but it sounds like they're still interested in the same kind of concept. Mm. It's really about starting this conversation um, and working with the key stakeholders across the region to say, look, you know, here are our whatever it would be, you know, six or, or ten key priorities and demonstrating why investment in these kinds of projects would increase our productivity and really make sure that the benefits are shared by everybody. So these aren't just focused on, they shouldn't be just focused on, if you like, housing development or mm. transport projects, but projects that with uh, you know, good research and evidence would show this would make a real difference to people's lives. It would really increase our kind of productivity and our, our contribution to the national economy. And we are the powerhouse. You know, we are one of the biggest powerhouses of this uh, of this country, of this state, and it's about time we were treated uh, exactly like that. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it because I, uh, yeah, when I saw it, I went, now what is a city project? What does this mean and how is it going to help us? And you have articulated it perfectly. So thank you so much for your time. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you so much. That is Professor Roberta Ryan, who is the Director of the Institute for Regional Futures and the Professor of Local Government at the University of Newcastle. Sounds exciting doesn't it? would be nice if we could get all three levels of government together and starting to work on some of those big projects that we need here in Newcastle and the Hunter. You see what's happening in Sydney. You see what's happening in Western Sydney. It's time to uh, it's time for people to start taking a look at this place. As I said to Paul Scott a little bit earlier, it's time to start looking at, at Newcastle. We are the seventh largest city in the country. It's time that we got what we deserved and uh, it's time we started shouting and screaming about it as well. Here we Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no-nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Joined by Michael Blacksland and covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you did it's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 to midday, only on Newcastle Live.